Hello and welcome to Series 2 of Bible Podnets. I'm Louie. And I'm Ella. It's great to be back and we're so happy that you've joined us. Bible Podlets is a Bible study and discussion podcast for all ages, which works equally well at home or in children's groups at church. We encourage you to listen together and to pause the episode if you can, so that you're able to talk about the stories and the questions that will come up. To help you, all the activity and discussion questions for this and all our other episodes can be downloaded from the resources area of our website, bgeducation.org.uk. So, you might have heard that in this series of Bible Podlets, we're going to be looking at some unlikely heroes. That's right. We're going to be looking at some men and women in the Bible that God used to do amazing things even though, for various reasons, they might not have been the most obvious choice. And in true Bible Podlet style, we're going to start by doing something fun to introduce our first Bible story. We're going to play a game of sink or float. This is how it's going to work. I have got in front of me here a big bowl of water and a selection of different objects. And as I name each object, I want you, Louis, to tell me whether you think it will sink or float. Okay then, let's play. And uh, if you're listening along at home, you will want to play along too to see if it sinks or floats. Right, I'm just going to take the lid off my big tub of water. Here we go. Let's stop me spilling it all over the place. Right. The first item that I'm going to test you with is a bouncy ball. Ooh. You think it'll sink or float? A bouncy ball. Uh, it looks fairly small, although I, that doesn't always matter. Um, I think it will float. I think it'll float. I'm going to plop yeah. it in and we'll have a look. Oh, it sunk. <laughs> no way. I'm totally shocked. Uh, I was so expecting that to float. <laughs> well, there we go. Straight to the bottom. Right, let's go. Number two. I have a wax crayon oh wax now wax floats if i remember rightly i'm sure it floats so we're gonna go float i'm going floating right let's drop it in <gasps> straight to the bottom what <laughs> oh i'm not very good on this am i <laughs> again i was also expecting that to float so I'm, I'm so glad you're prepared. I think we're going to have to share a photo after to prove that it's doing what I'm saying. Right, we'll the next in one. The discussion notes, I think. Yeah, and yeah. um, I have a plastic ruler. Oh, that that that's definitely going to float. Right, we'll have a go. Definitely. It's yep, it's floating. Yes. Right, yes. at least one. <laughs> right, next item is a button. Um, now it has got holes in of course so that you can thread it onto your jumper but it's a plastic button I'm going to go sink okay you're right it, there was a bit of resistance but it has gone to the bottom Good. next one <laughs> the next one a paper clip oh that's hard now it's metal, but it's plastic coated. I don't know whether that'll make a difference. Um, yeah, but it's quite light. Mm. 
Even though it's like, mm, I'm gonna go float. Okay. Three, two, one, go. No, something straight. Uh, see, I fall, and I'm like, I'm trying to be too clever here. <laughs> well, good effort, Louis. I realised that you didn't get them all right, but you had a good go, so well done. But I wonder what this has got to do with our story for today. Well, let's go straight over to our new story and find out. Hiya! I'm Louisa from All Right Magazine. Our top story today, Israel makes a splash and escapes from Egypt's rule. Yay, Israel! In a remarkable and almost unbelievable escape, Israel have severed ties with Egypt this week by walking, yes, walking through the Red Sea. Witnesses describe seeing walls of water on either side of dry ground as an entire nation escaped slavery. Yay! I tried to speak with the person who orchestrated the escape, but he refused to talk to me. Something about being shy, bless. Instead, we can now speak with his brother and PR spokesman, Aaron, to find out what led to this great escape. Ooh! Thank you for joining me today, Aaron. This is exciting. Tell me, what led you to these miraculous events? Our people have been suffering for a long time, longer than a lot of us can remember. The Egyptians made us work hard doing things like making bricks for them so they could build. They treated us badly and hurt us. So we prayed to God to help us escape. Eventually, God sent Moses to come and lead us out of Egypt. Hmm. Wasn't Moses adopted into Pharaoh's family and then outlawed for killing someone? <laughs> Gosh, why would you trust him to lead you out of Egypt? Well, the people weren't sure at first, but Moses told us of how God had spoken to him from a burning bush and instructed him to go directly to Pharaoh and ask him to let us all go. Just like that. Well, now that doesn't sound like it would work, does it? Just let the slaves go? Oh dear, was there anything else involved? Well, yes, a lot more actually. God started showing Pharaoh who had the real power by sending some plagues to affect the Egyptians. And the more Pharaoh refused to let us go, the more plagues God sent to affect them. What kind of plagues did God send? Well, there was darkness that covered the land. Oh, that doesn't sound too bad now, does it? Just like night time. I love night time. Massive hailstones that destroyed the Egyptian crops and all the livestock died. Oh, well, that's less good, I suppose. Frogs, gnats, flies and locusts everywhere. Oh, everywhere? Literally everywhere. Gosh. The Egyptians had boils on them. Ouch. The water turned to blood. Ew. And the last one was the firstborn child of every Egyptian family died. Well, I'm guessing Pharaoh let you go after that then. He did, but then he changed his mind. He chased us to the Red Sea, but Moses held out his staff over the water and a strong wind blew over the sea until it was split in two. And what's more, the ground was completely dry. So we hurried on through to the other side. Pharaoh was so keen on capturing us that his army followed us. But after we were safe on the other side, the water gave way and the Egyptian army drowned. So here we are, safe and sound. Praise God. Well, it all sounds super exciting. 
You've heard it here first, you lovely people. God has saved the Israelites from slavery in a series of miraculous events. Go God! I wonder what's next for them. I think I'll take a break and maybe go for a walk myself. I'm Louisa and I'll see you again next time. Well, what a fascinating story there. We're going to talk together about what we've heard and we're going to ask some questions and we encourage you to pause the podcast if you can and talk about your answers together. At the time when Moses was born, the Pharaoh of Egypt had become fearful of the Israelite people who were working for him as slaves. To stop them from growing, Pharaoh ordered all of the Israelite baby boys that were born to be killed. To escape Pharaoh's punishment, his mother put him in a basket and let it flow down the river so he could escape being killed. She trusted that God would keep him safe. And God did. Pharaoh's daughter found Moses while she was down by the river. She felt sorry for him and wanted to adopt him. Miriam, Moses' sister, was watching and asked Pharaoh's daughter if she would like someone to look after the baby until he was older. Pharaoh's daughter agreed, so Miriam took Moses back to their mother and he was saved. When Moses was old enough, he went to live with Pharaoh's daughter in the palace as a prince. We've arrived at our first question for today. What was strange about Moses becoming part of Pharaoh's family? The question again, what was strange about Moses becoming part of Pharaoh's family? Please pause the podcast and talk about this together. Then press play when you're ready to carry on. It was strange because Pharaoh didn't want the Israelites to grow and was even scared that they would defeat Egypt. He even wanted all the Israelite boys who were born to be killed. So then to adopt one into their family was very unusual. So Moses grew up as a prince of the kingdom that was hurting his people. One day, after Moses had grown up, he saw an Egyptian man beating up one of his own people and felt angry. So he attacked the Egyptian and killed him. Then Moses decided to run away to a land called Midian. Here's our second question for today. Why did Moses run away? The question again. Why did Moses run away? Please pause the podcast and talk about this together and then press play when you're ready to continue. Moses ran away because he was scared that people would find out about what he had done. And he was right. When Pharaoh heard that Moses had killed an Egyptian, Pharaoh tried to kill Moses too, but he had already run away. I think Moses would also have felt very ashamed about what he had done and so wanted to hide from his mistake. In Midian, Moses also became a shepherd and looked after a flock of sheep. And it was whilst he was doing this that he had a life-changing experience. He saw a bush that was on fire, but it wasn't burning up. When he went closer, he heard a voice calling his name. The voice was God himself saying he had a special job for Moses to do. He was to go back to Egypt and ask Pharaoh to let his people, the Israelites, go. We've come to our next question for today. 
How would Moses have felt when God asked him to go back to Egypt? The question again, how would Moses have felt when God asked him to go back to Egypt? Please pause the podcast and talk about this together. Then press play when you're ready to carry on. Moses would have been really scared of going back to Egypt because he had killed someone and people knew about it. And the Egyptians were not the only people who didn't like Moses. Even his own people didn't like him because he had been adopted into the Pharaoh's family. So who would even listen to him? Moses tried several excuses to get out of what God was asking him to do. The first was that the Israelites might not even believe that God was sending him to help them. The second of Moses' excuses was that he didn't speak very clearly at all. But God gave him three signs to show the Israelite leaders so that they would believe that he had been sent by God and also so that his brother Aaron would speak for him so that he wouldn't have to. So Moses went to the Israelites and told them what God had said and they believed. Moses also went to Pharaoh and asked him to let his people go. A lot. But Pharaoh was stubborn and didn't want the slaves to leave because they worked hard and made all of their bricks. Who would make them if they left? So God sent ten plagues to the land of Egypt. We heard about them in our news story. Can you remember what they all were? After all of these plagues, Pharaoh said the Israelites could leave and they were finally free. But after they had left, Pharaoh changed his mind and sent his army to try and get them back. They trapped the Israelites by the Red Sea and were going to attack. The Israelites were afraid and blamed Moses for taking them out of Egypt. They had lost their faith in Moses and in God, but Moses did not lose faith. Here's our next question. What did Moses do when the Israelites complained at the Red Sea? The question again. What did Moses do when the Israelites complained at the Red Sea? Please pause the podcast and talk about this together. Then press play when you're ready to continue. Moses said, do not be afraid. God will fight for you. And God did fight for them. God moved a pillar of cloud and fire in between the Israelites and the Egyptian army so they could not be attacked. Moses stretched out his hand and God sent a strong wind to part the sea. There was dry ground underneath and a wall of water on either side so the Israelites could walk through safely. The Egyptians followed them into the sea, but Moses stretched out his hand again So the waters came crashing down on the Egyptian army and they were drowned. God had saved the Israelites from Egypt and had used Moses to lead them. Moses had changed dramatically from the shy, scared and sinful person we heard about earlier. He was now full of faith in God. We've arrived at our last question for today. How did God help Moses to overcome the things he was worried about? The question again, how did God help Moses to overcome the things he was worried about? Please pause the podcast and talk about this together. Then press play 
when you're ready to carry on. God had a plan for Moses to lead the Israelites out of slavery in Egypt and nothing was going to stop it. Not the Pharaoh and definitely not Moses' worries. Moses wasn't even meant to be alive because of Pharaoh's instructions to kill all the male babies. But God made sure that didn't happen. Moses was worried that people wouldn't listen to him, but God made sure that they would. And Moses was worried that he didn't speak very well, but God sent him Aaron to be the speaker for him. We can learn from Moses' story that if God asks us to do something, he will give us the tools to be able to do it, even if we've never done that thing before. And even when our worries get in the way of what God wants us to do, God can take care of each one of them. Do you have any worries that stop you from doing the things that God asks of you? If you do, that's okay, because God can help you. Why not pray to God and ask him to show you how to overcome those worries? And if you're not sure how to do that, then ask your adult to help you. Hey Ella, we've been doing some really hard thinking today. I hope we've got another game that we can play before we run out of time. Well, it just so happens that we have. It's called Tools for the Job. So I have here with me a timer and I'm going to name a task and we have to take turns to name as many tools that we would need to be able to complete that job before the timer runs out. For example, if I said make a cup of tea, the tools that we would need are a cup, uh, a tea bag, water, a kettle, a spoon and so on. All right, that sounds good. Let's have a go. And uh, you can play along with us at home as well. So what are the tools that you would need to complete the task of making a sandwich? A uh, bread. A knife. Um, spread. A plate. I can't have a sandwich without any meat. Okay. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> let's do one more okay last one so what are the tools that we would need to complete the task of painting a picture there we go um uh, you need a canvas uh a paintbrush paint uh some inspiration oh um um mixing color board thing like a palette yeah yeah. Um, you might need um, an apron. Uh, an easel. Oh, um, maybe a lamp. Um, some water. Clean your brushes. Um, oh! Ah, there we go. Out of time again. Out of time. Gosh. Such a stressful game, eh? <laughs> it's the pressure of the alarm. The pressure. Well, it's so good to remember that when God asked Moses to lead the Israelites across the Red Sea, he gave him the tools, the knowledge and the ability to do the job. And with God's help, we can do his work too. How did you get on with our tools for the job game? And how did you find our sink or float game earlier on in the episode? You can tell us via our social media accounts, 
We are on Facebook at BDBE Updates and on Twitter and Instagram at BDB of E. And you can find all of our previous episodes of Bible Puzzlets and free discussion notes for each of those to use in children's group at church on our website, bdeducation.org.uk. That's all from us for this episode, but we hope to see you again next time. Bye! Thanks for listening to Bible Podlets. It was a Blackburn Diocese Board of Education production. It was written by David Harris and Sarah Earnshaw and produced by David Harris. It was voiced by Sarah Earnshaw, Lindsay Wright and David Harris with additional voices by the Archdeacon of Lancaster, David Pickin. Bible Podlets is a free resource. For more resources, connect with us on social media, on Facebook, at BDBE Updates, on Twitter at BDBOE, or on our website bdeducation.org.uk. God had a plan for Moses to lead the Israel out. The who? Even though, for various reasons, they might not. Be, even though. <laughs> we'll go again. To escape Pharaoh's punishment, his mother put him in a basket and let it flow down the river. <laughs> oh, my word. It's the blooper reel is going to be cracking. It's like, since the last episode of Bible Podlets, I'm unable to speak. <laughs> I've not spoken enough. I've not practised. You've not seen enough people. I know, yeah. <laughs>